your bottom. Feel like a DJ. Thanks. Yeah, what's your, what's your apology? Ow! Hey, y'all. Welcome to Cross Politic Midweek Fix. You need to stay around for the show. If you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook, I'll explain no, why here no, in a couple minutes. No, you don't need to stay around. What yeah, are you talking minutes. about? I, 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 don't I know, but stay I'm saying, around. I'm saying we're going to explain. <laughs> we're going to explain. But first, but first, we actually have our... Uh, Christmas show coming up with our wives this Sunday. That's oh, right. Okay. Yes. This Sunday, it's actually going to be streamed live. The, the so wives look at this camera. It's, Christmas show. It's going to be streamed live. Yes. And we're going to do actually no, like, the third like, segment. No, like live, live, live. live. Like live. There, live. Will, there will be some mistakes. Things won't go right. It's it's it, going to happen. But our wives will be on the show like you know like normal on our Christmas <laughs> show. And and in the third segment, we're going to take questions. Yeah. So there's a little Q and A. Yeah. In the third segment, so people, make sure can people send their questions in now? They can send them in now if they want. Yeah, go to, we'll you look know, inside the comment. Yeah, contact at fightlaughfeast.com. Contact at fightlaughfeast.com. Maybe say like wives Christmas show. Yeah, wives questions. Christmas show. Yeah, yeah. And so we can even yeah. pre take pre questions uh, or just put them in everything. the comments yeah. and all that. And yeah. you can ask like Mrs. Wrench, like how do you even? Yep. How do you even? Just to say that's all you need to say is like how do you even? We all know what you're talking about. That might be the whole we show. All know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I mean, you know. and this is probably like uh, the last week where you can get your man box before Christmas. We're still gonna be doing man box stuff. Yeah. But this is probably the last week because of COVID. You know, staffing pat problems and all that stuff. <laughs> supply <laughs> chain. Supply chain stuff. Yeah, it yeah. probably won't get to you by December 25th after this week, but we still got plenty of man boxes and everything but for you. Apology. You can order it for like the 12th day of Christmas. You can. Oh, the 12th day of Christmas. So annual Silver Club members or above, get the box. And then, of course, if you're already a current club member, you can log in and actually buy it at a discount price as a current club member. So cool. there you go. Yeah. All right. During COVID, pornography use increased by over 23%. Depression rates tripled and screen time increased by five hours a day, which is fine if you're watching cross-politics. Yeah. <laughs> These are extremely alarming statistics otherwise, especially now we're seeing the need for true biblical accountability on our digital media Accountable to you, that's accountable, the number two, and then Y-O-U, is an accountability software that runs on your phone or computer and shares detailed activity reports with a partner that you choose. Having accountability in place is a proven way to fight temptation, safeguard integrity, and provide peace of mind in your family. Don't wait until it's too late. Start your free trial today at accountable, the number two, and then Y-O-U.com forward slash FLF. There you go. There you go. All right. So, like I said at the very beginning of the show, it was a little confusing messaging that we were doing no, here. No, at the no, beginning. no, no, because no. You messed up. messed up, hey, Ron. <laughs> yeah, you it's messed up. It's the opposite of what you said. No, but but it it it's but I understand. <laughs> I understand. Ahead, I understand what y'all are saying. Just try. Try. Okay. So that's how it's gonna be. Y'all want to play? Um, you guys want to download your app right now? Yes. Okay. You, you need to download the app because we're going to get into this, it's the fight, this show. It's laugh, feast yeah. app. We keep doing these shows where they aren't going to last on YouTube <laughs> well, and, yeah. or Facebook. And this is one of those shows where it's not going to last on YouTube or Facebook. So we're actually going to cut off the show here in a minute. And you're going to have to go to the app or go to Rumble to be able to catch the rest of the show. We're going to be illegal. <laughs> we already are. We already are. So um, and he, let, should I just play the clip first, the play, Joe Rogan play, clip? Well, okay, so we're talk, everybody who is kind of... Everybody see so Joe Rogan does long shows. Yes, and he did a show recently with Doctor Peter. Beep. Peter, Beep. yeah, yeah. He did a show Beep. with Pam. Can we say that? Pam. Yeah, his middle initial is A. So we did a show with Pam, Doctor Pam. He, we, we didn't do it, but yeah. And so we were talking about the yes. show. We were like, hey, we we got to cover this show. This is great content. This is a lot of information that we have been hitting on since the beginning yeah. of the pandemic yeah. without really vision, but just knowing the plays, right? And we just wanted to get it out from an expert. He's actually an expert. Right. And but our problem, expert. our problem was, how do we do this show and, and, and actually have a show to do? Because <laughs> if That's we right. actually stream the show, the, the Dr. Pam himself is already getting... <laughs> Kicked off of Twitter for just posting a clip well, from the show. YouTube and deleted YouTube, it. YouTube deleted yeah. it. And he's so, still on Twitter as of this moment. But Joe Rogan understands the situation. Yeah. But if this was on YouTube, this would get taken down. We're very fortunate that Spotify doesn't operate like that and that this can 
be received by millions of people all over the world. But there's not a lot of avenues for this now. There's very few, in fact. They're randomly, I mean, not randomly, just they're purposely targeting experts and doctors that have opinions that differ from the approved narrative. Yep. You are one of those experts. Well, maybe because I looked in the camera and gave a wink in one of the interviews, I think it was Tucker Carlson, where I said, bring it on. <laughs> and this is what I mean about this. This is a giant game of chicken. Mm. And the bottom line is the people who win are the people with the truth. The truth in the end is kryptonite to everything out there. That's right. But it's taking tolls on a lot of doctors. The truth is powerful. Can you bring up the graphic of um, a big public program? Uh, it's a picture of a crowd, and I'm up in front. There's 500 doctors in my circles. Many of us are members of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons or the Frontline Critical Care Consortium or American Frontline Doctors or the Truth for Health Foundation. Look at this. This is an American reawakening. We are now going into cities, and we'll have meetings typically with lawmakers, several dozen lawmakers, and we'll go over the issues we've covered today, Joe. We go into doctors' programs. We'll have a smaller program for doctors, and then we go into big public programs. We are getting 500 to 5,000 people coming into venues and basically going over the slides like I went today. This is like a medical grand rounds for the public. And what I, what I tell people, I said, where are the medical schools doing this? Mm. How come the medical schools aren't having public symposiums? We've had two years of COVID-19. Why is there no review of the data? Why are we not understanding vaccine safety and efficacy? And I say, listen, this is all about just understanding it. With the vaccines, for instance, you know, about 70, 80 percent of Americans took the vaccine. I give the data. Do you know the most effective vaccine in terms of vaccine efficacy? You probably have concluded already. It's Moderna. Moderna, uh, because it's 100 micrograms of messenger RNA, Pfizer's only 30 micrograms of messenger RNA. It's more than three times a dose. Of course, it's a stronger vaccine. It's going to have more protection. The point is the public, in the end, it's the court of public opinion. And the public wants to know. And you know, on January 23rd in Washington, there is actually a march to defeat the mandates. There is a march out there, an American homecoming. Do you know it's my testimony and the testimony given by Jay Bhattacharya that Dr. Judge Dowdy in the sixth federal court in Louisiana used to overturn the rest of the Biden CMS mandates. Mm. And then within a few days, a whole wave of states triggered against the mandates. Why? Because we have the truth and you're talking to one of the two doctors who made it happen for the country we've already talked to dr j on this yeah he hadn't gotten canceled yeah well but this right here he can't even post half the stuff he was going to say to joe on facebook or twitter so if you go download the app at your favorite app store fight laugh feast app inside of the app there is a link there where you can click right to the live stream that is how you're going to be able to finish this show or inside of Rumble, Cross Politics Studios on Rumble. You'll be able to see it there. That is what we're, we're going sorry to, we have to do this. But here's it's, the deal. He said, he's talking about the truth. Yes. And I wanted to say it might be the truth is out there. You can find it. It's not hard to find, but it not, might not be in the most comfortable place for you to go get it. It might take you two or three more clicks to get truth. Yeah. But. What is the sacrifices that you might you if you develop a callus on your thumb from three clicks? Let me know because <laughs> I'm gonna tell you about that. You need to man up a little bit. You need to work. You need, apparently, you need so, to work out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but just I mean, just think about where we are right now. Yeah, uh, uh, and like in this world, I mean, how insane is it yeah. that we're having this conversation? That's yeah. right. How insane is it that we're having this conversation? Like, guys, um, th- we're going to talk about something that's not approved by YouTube yeah. or Facebook. We're going to, we're going to talk through a lo- a lengthy interview with a medical doctor, not just any medical doctor, a, a like a professional, a high ranking medical doctor who, who has written numerous studies has overseen numerous studies who's treated numerous patients for decades. Yep. And we're, what we're telling you right now is we can't go through that right now with you on Facebook and YouTube because they'll pull it down because they will censor it. Right. What kind of world are we living in? So, you know, pull it up, you know, I mean, that's what we're going to, you have to do this. You have wow. to download the app, go to Rumble um, so that you can watch the rest of this show because we're going to talk about the truth and 
apparently that's illegal. With that said, buy some buy of y'all. Fa- buy <laughs> we'll, Facebook. We'll see you. Buy YouTube. We'll see you over yep. there. We'll, the other yeah. side. Okay. Uh, so so now the interview goes on. It's, it's yeah, like a two hour I, and 45 minute interview. But pa- Pastor Toby was just talking about who it is we're talking about. The credentials of this person is really, really yeah, important to who he is. is. Dr. Peter McCullough, I'm an internist and cardiologist. I'm also trained in epidemiology. I'm in academic practice in Dallas, Texas. So I see patients about half the time. I saw patients yesterday, drove down uh, today to see you here in the studio. And uh, the rest of my time I spend as an author, an editor. I'm an editor of a major journal in cardiovascular medicine, the former editor of an international journal. I'm the president of a major medical society right now, currently, about five years into that position. And, uh, you know, I frequently publish. I'm uh, in my field. I study the interface between heart and kidney disease. I'm the most published person in my field in history. Uh, I have over 650 publications in the National Library of Medicine. I imagine that's probably ahead of anybody you've had on the show. They mentioned Paul Merrick. I'm just ahead of Paul Merrick. Uh, Peter Corey mentioned him in critical care. I'm just ahead of Paul, a lot younger than he is. And um, uh, in COVID, when COVID hit, I really dropped everything to put all of my academic efforts on this because I saw it as an all hands on deck situation. So he's the, uh, he, he daily cares for advanced patients with common medical problems, including heart and kidney disease. He yeah. mentions that lipid disorders and diabetes. He mentions he's the editor in chief of a, of a cardiovascular uh, medicine journal. It's called Reviews in Cardiovascular Medicine. He's the senior associate editor of the American Journal of Cardiology and founder and president of the Cardiorenal Society of America. Uh, this is and, and he can't he can't live on YouTube. Right? No, he can't live on Facebook. No. He's he's saving people's lives every day. This is insanity. <laughs> he, he he is he's um he's treating people every day. He's published over six hundred and fifty journal articles, most in history in most his field. in history in his field, and um. Yeah, and, and this is illegal on YouTube. Okay, so the interview goes on for about two hours and forty five minutes. Two hour, yeah, it's we, a two we hour got about four minutes. clips that we're going to focus on here yeah. uh, in the show, and, and uh, this one is um, talking about kind of the awakening in the medical industry uh, and how nurses what, what, are, and why so few people are speaking yeah. out. Why so few, few people see what's going on? We think there's about five hundred doctors. Who knows what going, what's going on in the United States? Right? 500. 500. We've got a million doctors in the United States. We've got half a million nurse practitioners and physician assistants. I can tell you the nurses are more awake than the doctors. Ooh, why is that? The doctors appear to be like many of our leaders. By the way, all the ma- leaders, leaders of the major churches, every single one of them, the major mm. religious branches are under the spell. Every major global international leader is under the spell. We're in what's called a mass formation psychosis. This is very important. I give credit to Dr. Matthias Desmet in the University of Ghent in Belgium, and recently Dr. Mark McDonald, psychiatrist from LA. Mark McDonald's got a new book out, The United States of Fear, describing how the mass psychosis developed. What your listeners need to know is a mass psychosis is when there is a groupthink that develops that's so strong that it leads to something horrific. And the examples are these mass suicides that occur in these religious cults. The example is Nazi Germany when people walk into gas chambers and were gassed. These horrific things. And, and four elements here. It's very important, Joe. First, there must be a period of prolonged isolation, mm. lockdowns. Number two, there must be a, a, a withdrawal of things taken away from people that they used to enjoy. That's happened. Number three, there must be constant, incessant, free-floating anxiety. All this news cycle, all the, the deaths and the hospitalizations, more, more variant mutant strains, everything. People could be becoming scared over and over again. And the last thing, number four, the capper. The capper is there must be a single solution offered by an entity in authority. And in this case is clear. Worldwide, the solution was Vax. vaccination. Yep. Everybody must take the vaccination. It's not a U.S. program. It's not a European program. It's everywhere. And you know what, Joe? It doesn't matter what vaccine it is. It could be uh, Chinavac, Coronavac. It could be Novavax. It could be Pfizer, <laughs> yeah. Moderna, J&J. It's interesting that it doesn't even matter what vaccine it is. It's just take a vaccine, take any vaccine. And so what mass psychosis says is, number four, the solution, there's no limit to the absurdity of the solution. Other countries have been much this more. Is, I'm sorry. Mass psychosis. Yeah. Like he's talking about like a worldwide mass psychosis. Well, and well, yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah. they it, have a worldwide yeah. problem. Right. So it's a perfect opportunity. What were you going to say, Pastor? Well, I was just going to say, I mean, start at the beginning there. He asked, like, so I mean, he says, he thinks there's about 500 doctors that know what's going on. What's the math on that from a million? Point. Well, ten uh, percent would be a hundred thousand, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's and so it's like point zero zero five. Yeah, yeah. It's so, insane. Yeah, so like, and then he says, I think it's the nurses that know what's going on. Far more of the nurses, and I think it's because the nurses have have the 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 care. Oh, the, that's a good point. The immediate care. They're seeing what's going on. That's a good point. I think doctors have the ability to kind of come in. Prescribe treatment and then leave. Yeah, and then check in on the paper. How's it yeah, doing? Yeah, and it's, it's. I think it's a lot less personal. I'm. I'm guessing that nurses. It's up close and personal, and they're saying this is not working, or yeah. this is working. But why are we doing this, or why are we not allowing this to happen? They have better vision because I, of the relationship. I think sometimes relationship. The, the nurses have the more personal relationship and the more immediate feedback mechanism. Um, I, I'm guessing. Um, but but yeah, the, the striking thing here is though is like how is this happening? And, he, and he's, he's drawing off of this um, this psychosis um, theory. Yeah. But I, I think it's. I mean, that's that makes sense. Yeah, and it, and I think we were talking about this too. And this is kind of this is being used in a negative way because there's some things about the. Um, nature the relationship with society and people that's very good community right you know, everybody yeah, yeah. in the community feels like murder is wrong right. we want that yeah, right. <laughs> right we want well, and, and the language of psychosis means it, it already has this negative idea yeah yeah, so, yeah. So we're talking about this this um, mass group think that is obviously harmful illogical right. irrational Right. Remember, guys, back in I can't. I think it was April. So we had we came out the end of March, and we kind of made a decision to decide. Okay, there's not a lot of voices that are dissenting right in now. In 2020. In 2020, and so we decided to do shows every day for like six weeks. Yeah. And and one of the things that we ended up with at the end of that was that this whole layout right here. Yeah. We started seeing that. Hold on, they're extending the curve, right? Yeah. Staying locked up for a while. And they're going to isolate everybody because we started hearing from people like, hey, man, I'm so glad you guys are there. I don't have anybody else talking yeah, to me yeah, about this. Right, right. We're not connected right. to anything out there. We don't yeah. know what's going on. Thank you, guys. And and so we started realizing that, wait a second, this seems intentional. <laughs> Yeah. They got everybody isolated. Well, we got that feedback because they were isolated. And then right. the only thing that right. people were getting, they had, so they isolate everybody, and then all their freedoms were taken away. Yep. yep. Can't go outside. Can't well, can't go. Can't go to the park. Schools were closed. They couldn't go to work. Yeah. Couldn't go to the park. They couldn't That's go right. to the pool. A bunch of them couldn't go to church. They couldn't sing. Couldn't yeah. go to the church. Right. That's right. <laughs> you, you could only go to pot shops and get abortions. That yeah. <laughs> That's right. Right. Oh, alcohol too. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then. After they got their freedoms taken away, fear and negativity right. was just drowned. They had the ticker every every. You yeah. can watch it all night yeah. long of people yeah. How dying. many cases? Do, 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 How do, many do, cases? Do, 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 How many deaths? How many deaths? It's just the fear, and we don't know what we're gonna do. This is yeah. getting worse. Some people yeah. and they're breaking, and then other people got sick. We're tracking a guy down as in the elevator who sneezed. Yeah, right. Like right. fear just right. building up, and That's then right. and then guess what? And we realize that they're going to do this and then they're going to say, hey, here's your solution. Yeah. And they're going to make sure that you hate the people who are acting free. Right. We started seeing that right in the beginning. Right. Hey, right. these people are acting free. These people are the ones who yeah. are making it worse for everybody yeah. else. Yeah. And then we're going to give you a solution. And then here's right. your solution. If anybody who doesn't sign up on a solution, they're going to excommunicate them from, from yeah. the rest of the right. world. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Right. And knows what he used. He, he mentions that this is this is most often seen in some of these fanatical religious cults. You know, it, the, <laughs> That's right. The Jim Jones yeah. kind of, you know, take drink your Kool-Aid um, kind of stuff. But it's but it's true. I mean, this is it, it's been all kinds of religious. Yeah. Cultish. It's the Canadian government. That's right? cultish. I mean, th I mean, there have been people. I mean, it's Joe Biden. Right. who has been cultish. Yeah, no, it's actually it absolutely is. And it's a it's a it's a weird kind of false um, gospel kind of thing where That's they, right. they, you know, in the real gospel, you have sin and then you're, you're led to the cross where you right. can unload that you are set yeah. free you're released. And, you, and, and you become yep. really human. This is a false gospel and that they, they do load you with guilt. Um, <laughs> you know, they, 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 they isolate you. You, they, you, they take all these things away from you. They, they load you up with anxiety and yeah. stress and fear. Yep. And then they say, here's the solution. Get your, get your freedom back, get your life back. Yeah. 
vaccine. Get, get, come back to normal by getting the vaccine. Yeah. Hey, it's your choice. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they get a booster. Again, we'll yeah. we'll sanctify you every six but months. But that's the thing is it's not like Jesus once for all. You're free. You're yeah. set free. This is this it's is, like a Greek Orthodox understanding of justification. Oh, exactly. <laughs> so you got you to gotta keep it's, getting no, justified. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. It's and, continuous and Rome, justification. Roman Catholic is yeah. the same thing. They confuse justification and sanctification. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you're never really free. That's right. And you got to go back and you got to do more penance and you got to hope that you've done enough. Yeah. Yeah. This is, um, it's it's pretty insane. But I mean, I do want to point out that he noted correctly that most of the the leading the leaders of most of the Christian churches Christian in the world churches. have yeah. bought, right. are under the spell. Those are the language. That's the language that's he used. Right. Under the spell, um, which goes to tell you that many of these leaders. Um, they are they're, hirelings. They're hirelings. Yeah, that's right. And wolves. I mean, or, or, or just straight up, absolutely risk averse, which means they shouldn't be leaders. Right. <laughs> right. Which right. yeah. they're cowards. Yes. And that's what it is. Right. And that's what we, it, it was amazing to see. This is what was, I love so much about 2020. Watching people who I know absolutely disagree with me in my position lean heavily on my position because they are not cowards. Mm-hmm. Right. And even yeah. though we disagree about it, they came right. over hardcore like we got it. This is insane. Right. Right. And that's what those are the people I know who yeah. believe their Bibles. Right. Because yeah. even though they like my position, ah, I don't like yeah. it so much. I'm yeah. not a pedo. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not a theon. Yeah. I don't care right. about. It. I'm gonna tell you something. They don't tell us what to do in our church. I know, I know that. Right. I know Jesus is Lord. Right. What do you mean? My right. people yeah. can't go shopping. Y'all right. done lost your whole mind. Right. You know. Yeah. Right. Well. That's why I mean it's it's kind of insane that we're sitting here watching this interview with Joe Rogan. Yeah, m- m- you know, Mister Mod journalist Joe Rogan mo- mock the Christians, <laughs> Joe Rogan. Yeah, and um and it's it's like okay, we got interesting uh, co belligerents at the moment. Yeah, that's right. P- people who are like he, you know, who you know doesn't love Jesus mock Christianity. Yeah, and at the same time is like. Um, you know, he, he smells BS in the room. Yeah, yeah. and he's, he's sniffing right. out. Yeah. All right, so this next clip, he goes on to talk about kind of vaccine focus and uh, early treatment stuff, which I got a lot yeah, to uh, say yeah, about this. Doctor, all I can tell you is the medical literature as we are seeing it come about. There was once the discovery that the spike protein on the virus, the discovery in the medical literature, now that discovery we learned actually occurred years before this, was amenable to neutralization with vaccine-induced antibodies. Once that became abundantly clear in the literature, there appeared to be almost a lockstep developed where people said, "Uh uh-huh, that's it. That's the solution. We're gonna vaccinate our way out of this problem. We don't even need to worry about how to treat the problem. Mm. We don't need to hear about drugs to treat the problem. And the enthusiasm and the hubris for vaccination spread across academic medical centers all over the country. But what about the people that were currently sick? And they were still waiting for the rollout of the vaccine. So if you're talking about August, the vaccine wasn't rolling out for another four months. And that's just for elderly people. I published an op-ed in August of 2020 in The Hill, a Republican journal uh, for you know Washington people and others uh, in those circles. And the title of the op-ed was The Great Gamble of the COVID-19 Vaccine Development Program. And what I saw is I saw a total shift on everything for the vaccines. Mm. Do you know major clinical trials with hydroxychloroquine were dropped, ivermectin, things were dropped. Uh, we, we had uh, programs for favipiravir. The Canadians had a big thrust for favipiravir is dropped. I was the principal investigator overall for the Ramachaban program. That was a Japanese product. It was an anticoagulant, antihistamine. It looked very promising. We had great preliminary data. We had Bayer that was going to give us uh, all the doses we needed to treat America. I was on calls between the NIH uh, and the um, FDA, back and forth, back and forth. I couldn't get any traction in the summer of 2020. It was obvious. In fact, I remember one of the Operation Warp Speed officers telling me, listen, sorry, we have everything organized for uh, the current program. I was also the assistive. I was this kind of second in charge of the Imodulon program, which was a cellular-based vaccine. That was a vaccine similar to the BCG vaccine, which is given for tuberculosis. We had noticed that regions that were vaccinated for tuberculosis, like Haiti and countries in Central Africa, very little COVID. And so we had the idea. We got a, uh, a Dutch manufacturer to actually make this cellular-based vaccine. We were going to vaccinate healthcare workers. Same thing. Endless proposals between NIH and FDA got nowhere because it looked like it was already predecided that the current set of genetic vaccines were going to move forward. There wasn't going to be any discussion on early treatment. I thought it was a gamble. 
I was faced with more and more of my patients getting sick with COVID-19. And what I told people all over, I said, listen, I can't let the virus slaughter my patients. I'm not going to do it. I said, there's got to be something I could do. Early on, I used hydroxychloroquine, other drugs in combination. Once a pure Corey, I give him great credit. His first contribution is actually uh, steroids in the that. use of COVID-19. So we started using steroids. Once it was shown to us, uh, we added steroids. The data started coming out anticoagulants. And that's how I put it together. I'm telling you, Joe, every single one of my high-risk patients I've always treated to prevent hospitalization and death. Of the 800,000 deaths that we are right now, I can tell you to a one, they've received either no or inadequate early treatment. All of them. Go look in a table of baseline characteristics of hospitalized patients with COVID-19 and look at what they received before they came to the hospital. Zilch. In fact, there's one paper by Ip and colleagues. Uh, first name, last name is spelled I P. It was published from New Jersey early on. This is this is crazy. This is so the number. I just got done looking at a bunch of articles for the news brief, and I keep seeing a bunch of articles that are talking about we're almost at a million, we're eight hundred thousand deaths. Yep. And when you look at the the way that they decided to go about doing this, he goes on. The, you have to watch the whole video. It is an absolute must. Two hours and 45 minutes. He talks about- It's on Spotify. It's on Spotify, uh, which is the, the only place yeah, right now that you can get the whole thing. I was looking around or, like- Or Rumble. Or, uh, no, the whole interview. Is Joe Rogan- Oh, oh it's, it's on, on Rumble. Rumble too? Okay. Yeah. I didn't see there. But one of the things that he talked about was the fact that they didn't do anything the first 14 days. So when you get COVID, the first 14 days are pretty crucial. There's a lot of things that can happen. But they they basically sent you home. And everybody knows who has somebody with COVID. You go to the hospital. You're not feeling good. They'll send you home. There's nothing we can do. Come back when you get worse. That happened worse. to my mom this week. Yeah, yeah. My mom this week was go needed. It was not feeling well. Went to the local Moscow Medical. I'll just name your name. Went to Moscow Medical. Uh, to get help, and they they said we will not see you until we even know you have a COVID positive test. So they sent her home to go get a test, and it wasn't going to come back for forty eight hours, and it still hasn't come back. So we called another doctor to get her help. Which is and, and this is that's going to be insanity. my point. It's absolutely insane because if you go to the fourteen to seventeen days of having COVID, the COVID has replicated, 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 replicated. replicated. I got it. I got it. You got it. Replicated. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, it's replicated so much that you you start to get blood clots in your lungs. Yeah, At yeah. this point, your lungs are, are you're yeah. struggling, so you get on a ventilator. Yeah. But that's because they waited so long. So none of the drugs like hydroxychloroquine was approved. Are going to be effective anymore? They started trying to apply hydroxychloroquine to the end process instead of to the, the beginning, beginning process. Right. Where like when you first get it, then you can kill the replication yeah. of the virus. What does she but, say? What does she say? Sorry, finish it. But here's here's my point is that the government makes horrible doctors. Yes. Do yeah. you understand me? That's right. The doctors are, you know, the doctor is the agent of your your own home family government. Yeah. They tell you, hey, this is the situation going on with you individually. The government can't make those situ right. those uh, decisions apart from you. So you are responsible for your own health. Right. And so that means you need to do your own research. You need to investigate. And then you can say, hey, is right. there an expert in the field? Hey, doctor, can yeah. you help me work this thing out? Right. And that is, and that's what he's saying himself. He's like, as I look at it individually, I realize I have to treat my patients. Right. The government isn't thinking about that. Uh, right they on. got a million tasks. And this is why we press all the time sphere sovereignty on the right. show. Yeah. Well, who's responsible for right. what? Right. It's tempting to, to abdicate. It's, it's tempting yes. to point to someone else and say, you tell me what to do. Because then if you're wrong, you're then I can you. blame you. Right. That's right. Whereas right. if it's my call and I make the wrong decision, then it's my fault. That's right. But you, what you're giving away when you abdicate, when you give away that responsibility, you're also giving away um, the the particular view that God's given you. Yes. And you're you're the one to make the call. Yes. And yeah, can you sometimes make the wrong call? Of course. Yeah. But you are you are the one authorized to make the call, yeah. and it's always better for you to make the call, even even if you make the wrong one. It would still be better for you to do the best that you can, given the information you have, because it's your call to make. Because you're the one that's closest to it. You're also in a position to fix it better. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, right. Once the government's done something, it's like try to turn that aircraft carrier. Around. They aren't yeah. going to fix well, it. Well, and, and the <laughs> other thing we do is when we abdicate our responsibility, and then we say, "You failed me, Gabe." And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have an insurance company come across. Yeah the side of me to make sure you don't fail me anymore. You know what? I want some legislation to come right. alongside him. And now we lose complete control. You're just doubling down in your abdication. <laughs> That's all you're doing. You're, you're not actually taking responsibility. But I want to I want to push it even harder. And this is something that I think David Bonson does really well with a lot of his economic stuff. Is, is like, yeah, we've abdicated. 
and we let the government do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you can make excuses now. That's yeah. right. No. That's right. Take you, responsibility yeah. now. Yep. Take responsibility now. That's you called repentance. Stand up <laughs> now. Say this is yeah. my responsibility uh, now. And you know, one of the things that came out in the first twenty minutes of this of this interview, which you you need to watch the whole thing, but in the first twenty minutes of this interview, one of the things that w- Joe asks Dr. McCullough is, you know, basically like, is this a conspiracy theory? Like, I mean, I mean is this yeah. a conspiracy? Like, did, were people like plotting? the you know the pandemic and plotting all this thing and and at points in the interview uh, mccullough is going to say i do think they intentionally did certain things to try to drive up interest in the vaccine and all that yeah. kind of yeah. stuff he, so there was there was some shady business going on but the thing that he underlines is he says two things in the first 20 minutes it yeah. was really really striking one is he said um pandemic broke and this is the first time he says i can ever remember when, when i get on a conference call or I go into a boardroom with all these doctors and i say okay so what's the plan yep and there was silence. And he said, and I remember looking around the room or listening to the dead, you know, sound on the on the Zoom call or on the phone. And and like he says, you know, we've had other issue, situations before, and we come in, and everybody's got ideas about how they're going to treat it. He says the only thing that we're talking about is how to protect themselves. That's right. And he t- and he tells Joe Rogan, he says, I think the problem was fear. The, the doctors, the doctors, were terrified. Wow. And, and fear is powerful. Fear is, is slavery. Fear <laughs> doesn't nice. allow you to think clearly or act clearly when you're afraid. And, and when, when, you, when your doctors, when your physicians, when the people who, are, who we look to to give us wise medical counsel are terrified for their own lives, then they're, and they're not thinking about saving your life. Um, that, that changes it's everything. That, that, that is huge. And then he goes on to say that he thinks that a, a lot of what happened in 2020 and 2021 now um, has been just massive incompetence. And again, this goes back to failure to take responsibility. Rather than saying, okay, I'm going to do what I can to fight this, to tell the truth. A lot of people have have passed the buck. Right. That's all. And, and, and you know, he, he mentions this in one place. I don't know if we played this clip or not, but the um, you know, all the all the medical um study, um, medical schools, all the I res- think that's research clip. centers, that um, where you know, wh- where are all their plans for for combating this? We have to have hundreds and hundreds of studies going on, thousands of studies and plans. Right. And there's he says it's silence. Everybody's like, the government says we're doing the vaccine. Well, that's the whole pre-treatment thing. I remember when we first started kind of reporting and talking about this in 2020. Yeah. And we started talking about like vitamin B and vitamin D and like all yeah. these pre-treatment stuff. And I felt like, like, I felt a little crazy mm-hmm. talking about these things. Like, why? Well, you like, did, but no I one, no one else was. No, no. <laughs> no, I mean, no. But, I mean, actually, and, it's and not true. And then we started looking at the hydroxychloroquine and then ivermectin and all that's, these things. And but that's not true, though, Gabe. I just disagree with you. Every we have always known how to deal with viral stuff yeah Yeah, well that's why i I think it felt so crazy though because you gotta look at remember when we started talking about mask people thought we were insane right christian friends said what are you talking about mask of course we wear a mask of course they work of course they work work. love your neighbor yeah we we spent we got kicked off of youtube because we talked about masks that's right and we had all the old data that told us how viral particles work and so it wasn't that it wasn't out there they scrubbed yeah but all you churches requiring that mask business shame on you if if you're still if you're doing that still and, and, and you really believe that this is helping and working and really loving your neighbor, you need to publicly repent for not having done it for decades for the flu. <laughs> that's right. That's right. For the flu. That's right. You know, I mean, we're talking about a virus. We're talking about yeah. the, the same love, love prin- your neighbor. principle. I mean, who are you? Gabe, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you play the next clip. Okay. I want to say something. I was watching, we talked about Marion Tursky this past week, and yeah. I'm still on that kick. Okay, he's the, he's the survivor from Auschwitz. Yep. From right. from our Sunday special, we've not seen yep. it yet. What's wrong with you? Yeah, you need to see it. It's Watch probably it. one of the most important shows we've done all year, for sure. And I was thinking about that, and I was thinking, and I saw a clip from Jordan Peterson, another one. And he was talking about the lesson that we learned from Germany. Mm-hmm. And he said the lesson that we should walk away with is that we're the Nazis. Mm. We're the, and, and if we're not the Nazis, then we're the ones who don't say anything. But you aren't the one who is running in there hiding Jews. Yeah, yeah. right. And boy, when he said that, mm-hmm. all I could think about was, dang, that's that's about right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've killed sixty like, million babies. Right, right. We the Nazis. Right, right. Yeah. Like right. when you think about it, like we're, yeah. we're the ones who are the minority in a lot of this. Right. And and so the way if you there's another meme that says if you wanted to know 
how you would have acted during Nazi Germany, you have your answer now. Oh, man. Yeah. And that's where we're at. Yeah. If it was about COVID, I would say that the world would have adopted something what I presented uh, to the American people and the Senate testimony in November of 2020. I told America, listen, there's four pillars to pandemic response. We should have always seen teams of doctors in Washington. I would have went if they called me. Matter of fact, I, I emailed it. They know who I am. I, we would have seen teams of doctors in Washington working on four pillars. The first pillar is reduce the spread of infection. <laughs> Terrific. You know, everything we can to improve airflow. We know it's spread by the air. It's not, it's not a hand infection. This focus on hand sanitizers, like, we, like we're all getting infected hands. It was not, pretty early on, though, it's wasn't not it? Even, no, still. you still go on DFW Airport. There's hand sanitizers every six feet. Uh, you know, there was <laughs> pictures of people spraying football stadiums with sanitizer. It's not, it's not spread on football seats. <laughs> but I feel it's better. Not, it's not a contact organism. It's not. Wait, wait. So I was in uh, uh, Mexico uh, before Thanksgiving. And we went and visited this museum. And before you walk in the museum, they literally sprayed us down, each person down. <laughs> like, I, I walked in line, and I saw them spraying it's my... Like you coming out of space I think, or something. I think I got, right? a, I got a picture of them spraying down my, my brother-in-law. I'm like, I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I was like, what are they doing? I couldn't believe it. They didn't, they, they didn't understand my English, which yeah, is cool. They were, spraying, they were spraying you for ticks. They were spraying us down <laughs> to go in the museum. <laughs> to do with COVID. All right, all right. <laughs> like, he's from Texas. It's not... You know, it's, it's not Clostridium difficile. It's spread in the air. Uh, but if we would have focused on contagion control that was reasonable, um, uh, that would have been terrific. The most effective contagion control, by the way, is 2021 data, is actually using oral nasal virucidal therapy. Mm. Far and away. Yeah, explain that, please. Yeah, oral nasal virucidal therapy is basically using, uh, you know, virtually anything kills the virus. Any disinfectant kills the virus. Iodine kills it on contact. So if we use dilute betadine, uh, and so if you take a betadine over-the-counter, uh, it's a brown bottle. We use it to sterilize wounds in the ER. Buy it at any, any pharmacy and take two teaspoons and six ounces of water. Uh, take a nasal spray or a, syringe, brim, a, a syringe bulb and spray it up your nose. Snort it back to the points and back of your throat and spit it out. I'm sorry that's gross for your uh, audience, but you got to get it up there and back. Um, uh, that adequately decontaminates the nose. Then gargle with the rest of it, spit it out finish up with some scope or Listerine. Doing that after you return from a day out with contact with people, especially close contact in close rooms. I'm talking public restrooms, small conference rooms. Airplanes. You have to be in contact with someone for about three hours, honestly, in a small room with no airflow to get it. Or go into a loaded room like a public restroom or uh, tight, tight places at small uh, uh, stores. That The bottom line, that's where people get it from. Once it gets home, 85% of it spreads in the house. But using oral nasal viral therapy is such a huge advance that in a randomized trial by Chowdhury and colleagues from Bangladesh, 303 patients randomized to this virucidal therapy, uh, which is all topical, no prescription drugs, nothing else needed, versus a control group, which was just warm water, 303 patients in each group, it dramatically reduced the PCR positivity by day three. It knocked it down from 303 down to 24 patients still positive. Wow. Those who got the control, they're still all positive. And it markedly reduced by easily 75% wow. chances of having progressive disease, ending up the hospital or death. And it's enormously preventive. And now we learned we can use um, hydrogen peroxide, dilute hydrogen peroxide with some Lugol's iodine. And believe it or not, the dentists in the American Dental Association guidelines used for cytomegalovirus and Epstein-Barr virus, gingivitis, they use sodium hypochlorite. That's actually dilute bleach. Turns out it just takes a few drops of bleach in some household water. That's for the mouth. We typically don't use it in the nose around the eyes. But remember when President Trump mentioned bleach and everybody had a big horse laugh on that? Yes. It turns out he just couldn't articulate. Someone was giving him the ADA recommendations <laughs> for <laughs> antiviral therapy for the mouth. The point is, uh, pillar number one should have been contagion control. It should have been focused on the nose and the mouth. We learned it early. Um, uh, we learned it late, but if we could have used any of that, it would have helped. Uh, random. So this is what's amazing. This is not new information. Mm. This is, I mean, we were, that's part this of the This is 50, 100-year-old medical. This <laughs> is old yeah. stuff. Yeah. Old stuff. We were using that in my house. And good shout out to my wife who was finding old articles with people talking about how they deal with viral particles and their replication yeah. and how to kill it. And if iodine actually works, it's not like it was hard to find. It's just that nobody, and if you said that, oh my goodness, right. Facebook, this information might right. not be true. You probably also <laughs> think the earth is flat. Yeah. <laughs> 
as trials of masks didn't work, hand sanitizers and spraying football stadiums. There was even in Europe, they were spraying the sidewalk. That doesn't work. Do you think the masks have any effect on the limiting the spread? You know, every time I go on Fox News, Laura Ingram always tees up some comment on masks. And I just, masks masks are not my signature focus, right? Right. Uh, And the reason being, if two people don't have the virus and they wear a mask, can, they, can it possibly do anything? Of course not. So in, in randomized trials of masks, the vast majority of people don't have the virus. So if you put masks on people who don't have the virus, it's not going to do anything. Can't even think Mask to test. Mask expert, uh, Mr. Stephen Petty, who I've presented with, he is a world's expert on masks. He's an engineer. With a typical mask that someone wears, do you know how much air moves around the mask? Yeah. It's 18% moves around the mask. Of course it doesn't work. Masks only filter out about three microns. The virus is one micron. So the point is, what do masks do? Do I wear a mask? Sure. I'm a doctor. I go into the hospital. I'm in the cath lab. I'm close contact with people, dentists, hairdressers, people at close range wear a mask. It may stop a big sneeze. It may stop uh, partially some big uh, emanation of inoculum. But we, sh- we shouldn't have had you know, the airtime and the public health focus on masks. I think if we would have taken all of that energy and put it on treatment protocols and update on drugs, we would have been better off. But that's contagion control. Pillar number two is early treatment. We've talked about that. Pillar number three, which is really important, is trying to improve the hospital treatments. And, you know, we should have had monthly updates from our federal uh, officials and our agencies about where we are with early treatments. And for sure, our local medical schools should have all had early treatment updates once a month. Come on. The medical centers are facing their Super Bowl. Do you know today, <laughs> Super do you know today in America, we have 300 medical schools, Harvard, Yale, Johns Hopkins, what a blessing. Mayo Clinic. Do you know not a single hospital has their own unique protocol to treat COVID-19. Mm. They don't have a single original idea. Do you know that none of those organizations, Joe, have ever treated a COVID patient to prevent hospitalization and death? I told Tucker Carlson, he almost fell out of his seat. I said, yeah, they don't have a single idea how to treat COVID-19 patients outside the hospital. Suddenly, our best and our brightest are out of intellectual ammo. Incompetence. Oh. There's that incompetence that he, he starts the whole interview off t- talking yep. about. Out of intellectual ammo. Right. Where's our creativity? I mean, millions and millions of dollars going to these these schools, these, yeah. these hospitals that are supposed to be studying these things and, we, and out of creativity. Everybody's risk averse right? because nobody wants to be responsible. And so we want to have somebody else yeah. tell us what to do and how to do it. We, right. You know, this is actually the attitude that of slaves. Yeah. Slaves act like this. Yeah. We have the kind of people who... We're slaves, and so we don't want to be responsible. We don't right. like responsibility. It's it, responsibility hurts. It's hard, right. yeah. and so we it need really somebody is. else to do it. And so we've abdicated all that. I mean, if you just just in our government, our government is control of education. Yep, they're in control of health care. Yep, they're they're pretty much in control of almost your check now because they're trying to be anyway because they want to mandate masks for any employer that has. Yeah. Uh, over 100 employees, right? They're trying Vaccines. to. Vaccines. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry, ma- mandate masks, that too. That's Governor yeah. Newsom out there in California. Yeah. No, vaccines, thank you. Yeah. But th- they are they are saying what you can and can't do on Pharaoh's land. Yep. And here's the crazy thing. After talking to our Canadian brothers yep. after this past Sunday, which if you haven't listened to that show, go listen. Guys, we are actually winning some court cases, but the thing that we really need to do is take responsibility ourselves and just get to work in the basic things. Right. You know what? We're going to be responsible for our health care. We are. We're going to start thinking about it. Yeah. We're going to start thinking about it. What a and, way- and the reason why that's important is because even if we lose the court cases, taking responsibility means those court cases don't matter. Well, and what it right? means, yeah, and what it means is too though we're it's the same thing with carrying a gun, with having body armor. It's a tool of liberty. Yeah. Taking responsibility is an absolute tool of liberty because you don't vote for people ultimately who are going to take that away. Yeah, right. The reason that we have the leaders that we have is because we don't have the responsibility yeah. that we should have when it comes to dealing with these guys. Right. And so when we have that, we're going to say, he ain't the kind of leader I want over me. I want somebody who's going to go do their job, which yeah. is a punish wickedness and leave me alone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, but what, what drives that, the on, only thing that drives that that kind of responsibility taking, that only that that kind of masculinity, that That's kind right. of courage. The only thing that can drive that is the gospel. 
That's right. Freedom. And and I and I, it, which is illegal now in Canada. Just one. Right. Yeah. It, but yeah. but it's it, you know you can't. So back to the point we made earlier is is there's a false gospel being offered in the, in the vaccine. Yeah. There's a false gospel being offered here in the state taking care of you, being master over you. Mm. They they push you down, push you down, push you down, and then say here here's the way to get your life back. Turns out you only get half your life back. Okay, not really. You have to have a booster shot. Mm. You know, keep following. It's a slave mentality. Yeah. Um, but but the thing is, is that um, it, it's all the other religions of the world are this way. They always keep you down. You never can do enough. You always have to come back to try to get free again. It's all slavery. Mm. It's only Christianity that says you can actually be free. And but it's it's based on Jesus taking responsibility right. for our sins. That's right. He took responsibility for us. He took the risk. He laid his life down. He died. He rose again. It, you can't unless you get that. Unless that um, changes your life, changes your heart, changes your mind completely. Um, the, the kind of courage that we need in this moment to turn this back, turn this tide back. Yeah. You can't get. You right. can't. You, That's right. you can't get. That's right. Um, That's right. Uh, you know, um, for all the good that Joe Rogan is doing here, and I appreciate it, um, he he's faking it. He can only take us so far. He can only take it so far yeah. um, because it, it what it takes is the kind of courage that will actually be willing to go all the way to That's the right. grave. That's right. Uh, it, like That's right. stand for the truth and go all the way down. Yeah. Because Jesus already did. That's the, that's the only way out of this is is men and women who understand the gospel. Uh, that gospel changes them completely. The spirit fills them and it, it allows them they then they know that their lives are already they've already lost they've already given their lives away. They've already died. Yeah. Their lives are already hidden with God in Christ. That's exactly what and, it is, Pastor. It's an issue of death because yeah. we don't believe in resurrection. Right. And and so we're afraid. That's right. We're we're afraid of standing up. We're afraid of telling the truth. We're afraid of all the thi- all these things. And it's a, that's the slavery. The fundamental slavery you're talking about is fear of death. Because responsibility actually within itself is a type of death. Yes. Like responsibility. I, yes. yeah. when, when you say that's mine. <laughs> yes. You you're you're taking the cross. That's right. You're, you're taking oh, the risk. Oh, so good. And and that's that's the only way out of this. And I and I think I I, I do have hope. Yeah. That, that I mean this this whole moment is ruled over in every detail. By King Jesus. Amen. There's not one detail Amen. of this whole thing that's outside of his control. And he's given us this opportunity. That's right. He, he, he says, here. And it's dark. You know, here's dragons. And we should say, oh, I know this story. Yeah. Let me let me go yeah. and yeah. jump and, into the dark and, cave. And he says, here's my word. Here's yeah. my gospel. Here's my spirit. Go get him. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's waiting for us um, to walk into the darkness with his light. Yeah. Um, completely unafraid. Mm. You need to finish watching that whole clip. Dr. Peter A. McCullough. Uh, it's worth the time in every way. But watch it in light of what Pastor just got done saying about the gospel. So if you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with Until all your heart. Until the Sunday special. Uh, Christmas, Sunday special. Yeah, Sunday special. special. Yeah. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politic. Our wives are coming on. I forgot about that. That's right. Send us questions. American colleges have become more hostile to the faith of young Christians than the beaches of Normandy were to the Allies. Literally. Undergraduate training wasn't always a death trap of unbelief. Once, colleges were boot camps for body, mind, and soul. Now, most college students spend their days in tax-funded adult daycares with all the intellectual rigor of lazy rivers, safe spaces, and complimentary condoms. And in our recent COVID faux-pocalypse, those daycares became prisons almost overnight. Cover your face, line up for your shot, stay in your room, but don't worry, the condoms were still complimentary. At New St. Andrews, you are not on vacation, you are not in daycare, and you won't be herded into a dorm. From week one, you'll be treated like an adult. You're responsible for paying your own rent and developing your own grocery budget. Or going hungry, get a shot, or don't, mask up, or don't. Most of our students even work part-time jobs on top of the 40-hour class workload. It's part of the anti-fragile hustle and grind that distinguishes our graduates from the majority of their own generation and that employers and graduate schools love. Most college graduates in the U.S. are stuck paying off loans for years. New St. Andrews sets you up to graduate debt-free and dangerous, ready to pursue grad school, a family, or business opportunities in the real world without any reliance on pork subsidies from Mother America and with no weepy need for safe spaces. 
The real world isn't a cushy place. No one owes you success. You were entitled to exactly jack squat in this life. But rich or poor, unlike your face or your freedom, your job or your business, an education and the ability to think clearly can never be taken from you as long as you are still above ground. Not by petty tyrants or cowardly clergy, not by thoughtless mobs or lab coat megalomaniacs. At New St. Andrews College, you'll learn from teachers whose ideas equipped men and women to build Western civilization in the first place, and which will be used again to defend and rebuild what has been lost as the West has faltered into decay, losing her faith and her mind. Yes, most of our best teachers are dead, but our classical Christian liberal arts education is how we've been graduating thoughtful, articulate outlaws and leaders with spines for the last quarter century. The intellectual and theological bedrock beneath the Judeo-Christian West is what you'll study, engage with, write about, and own. It is what you will debate in class and present in public as you learn to live like forbidden fire, surrounded by the darkness of unbelief, manifesting God's truth, goodness, and beauty to all who live around you. Training like this can't happen over Zoom. At New St. Andrews, we believe whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but a companion of real or virtual fools will suffer harm. Your peers shouldn't be your spiritual leaders. You should have a real flesh and blood in-person church for that. NSA is in the heart of downtown Moscow, Idaho, where you will witness men and women building Christendom on every corner. Where else are you going to be able to break bread in your professors' homes, debate great literature with them while their kids are playing, sing psalms while being arrested with them, catch turtles with them? No one comes to NSA to get lost in the crowd. You might be able to hide in a graduating class of thousands, but our classes are better measured in dozens. You will grow in this program or you will tap out. And when you finish, you'll be ready for life in whatever moments and scenes and struggles God may have prepared for you. We are training students who worship and march and study and fellowship and sing and write and start businesses and raise kids that no one can mask, cancel or bury. We follow the King of Kings who knew the way through the mob and out of the grave. We fight to rebuild Christendom in the ruins, in our families, and in our businesses, in the cities where we live, in the countries where we go, in the congregations where we worship. Your mom may worry that Moscow, Idaho is many miles from home. She should worry more about how spiritually distant even a nearby godless campus is. After four years in a Christian community like ours, you will grow much closer to your family. Don't stay distant. Click the link today to schedule a visit to New St. Andrews College.